Last week Sunday, my uncle told me a story. He said, David, one thing you need to know is that you should never ever do anything to limit your options. He said when he was in, he was just graduating secondary school. He had amazing results. He's in all these courses. Sorry, I said courses. <laughs> Universities do anyway. He's in all the subjects, every single thing. A B B B. But he had a credit, one of the lowest credits in one language one subject as i've said language i already know all of you know is english and as he was about to enter university um he with that result as good as that result was no university would take him he could only enter the university of sorry we he could only enter OEU. and apart from me i would all university eh? may i not embarrass myself and he obviously wanted to go there. It's a solid university. There's no issue with it. But then my granddad stopped him. He said, young man, you are not going to enter this university with this result. My uncle was shocked. He was like, this is a beautiful result. What's wrong with it? He said that your English there is the lowest on that result and it's barely a pass. So I personally, I'm not going to allow you. At the point in time, my uncle was crying. He was angry. He hated his dad. It was like, what kind of man is this? How would you? Because I know that in this generation, some of us, let's be factual, we'll go and carry sniper and kill ourselves all because of this thing, because everybody wants to go fast. All right? And he waited at home for a year. Now, it's not like he wasn't brilliant. Now, for us, science uh, students, we understand that <laughs> taking physics and chemistry all over again for a year, when you passed it the first time by God's grace, again for a year is trauma <laughs> on its own. I don't know, for the rest of us guys, okay, let me relate it to taking government and literature all over again for a year. It is trauma. All because you couldn't pass English, all because you didn't do so well in English. And then the second year, when he came out, he came out to it. In fact, the other results were not as good, but they were still good. They were just a lot more B's than A's. But in his English, he got a distinction. Now, he entered the University of his choice. He didn't even mention where he went to, but he went to the University of his choice. And we thought that was it. Now, decades have passed. My grandpa has gone to see the Lord. God bless his soul. And my uncle, so, so successful. Now, he thought, okay, I've made enough money. I want to go into lecturing. So he decided to do his PhD in a university abroad. Do you understand? Because of obviously they recognize their PhDs better. So he decided to do his PhD in university abroad. And the first thing they asked him was, was your proficiency in English? He obviously had not taken any TOEFL or other English professing classes. But he said, no, he said, no, 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 before you even do that your school sat what was your precious in english that we only take what distinctions now that is not a coincidence his dad did not see the future he's not a soothsayer he's not a, a mist in the eye but just imagine that one decision could have cost him his whole career because right now he's almost finishing school he's about to get his phd and he's going to go into lecturing very soon and one decision that at the time looked like it was killing him is what just saved his life good morning well hey guys this is just me and i know i'm in a sober mood and i want you guys to listen to me 
because this particular episode initially was supposed to be about um a twitter this thing and i will do that but i feel like this is more important i will talk about three things one is something i learned during the week although i cannot give you guys backstory about that i'm so sorry because usually you know you guys now i did drop the gist of the study but for this one i can't but i'll just let you guys know the lesson i learned from it the other two are something i learned my uncle actually four so and the last one is something i just learned as i was saying the story now so let's start with the one i just learned number one learn to just take things as they come because now if my uncle had behaved like this year's Gen Z and had refused to do it because I know the way me I behave I'm all, I'll tell you that I'm not doing anything again that I've passed this thing whether you like it or not I'm using the result understood I'm very sure that in those days it won't fly but in these days if you pressure your parents enough they'll free you I don't know for the rest of you but my parents if you pressure them enough you tell okay fine go sometimes yeah when older people do stuff to you it seems like they want to kill you it seems like they want to they, they don't understand you and that's the way i used to feel during lockdown i said that thing to my dad i said daddy to be honest i feel like this house you don't understand me that's why i don't talk if you meet me at home you will think i'm 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 an emotional kid because i'm always in my room because me i don't like fights and it seemed at that period of time that more everything i said caused fights is that fight with me or fight down that person so i decided you know what i'm staying out but that called me out when he said young man in a social environment it's not easy taboo for you to be in your room on your own consistently he didn't say no me everybody needs their space everybody needs me time my dad is a fan of me time like he loves his wife he loves his kids but me time is me time and his me time is sleep anytime you see that man sleeping except his money matter or you are dying please leave him alone because he will wake up he will he will, he will attend to you but he will not be happy here <laughs> so meantime is meantime but he said you know what we're your family and you didn't choose us all all well and good but you're here for a reason and you have to accept that some of us here we can die when things don't go away and me i won't lie the way i was raised i was like that because my parents are so benevolent and they usually gave me what i wanted i say usually not all the time i have never been a sports kid in the sense that i've always had morals so it's not like oh i wanted to go to parties or i wanted to do this or this to do that no from the onset i've always had morals and this is not to shade anybody i'm talking about myself if you take this as insultive or me shading you now i'm concerned you but i'm just speaking about myself now so personally it wasn't like i was a wayward person while i was a sports brat i had i was proud i'll give you that and to be honest i'm still working on it i'm not going to sit here and say that i am fully cured that would be lying before all of you on this podcast and gorge and i'm not going to do that i'm still working on it i've been working out on my pride since i was in secondary school it's getting better trust me for people who know me and for people who have been seeing me it's getting better but it's still a long journey to go and that's one thing we need to understand accept your flaws sorry not accept understand your flaws and work on them some people just say okay i'm proud as as I, I know i'm proud and you begin to glorify in it that okay i'm proud i'm proud i'm proud your problems are not worth glorifying just let it be and then start working on them 
Because somebody will say they have commitment issues. And from now till next year, you keep mentioning it like it's an excuse. Like for the first few days, if you tell me if I'm in, if I'm in a relationship with you, God forbid, but I will never be in a relationship with somebody with commitment issues or daddy issues or work, any, any form of issues. But it's one thing for you to say it. It's another thing for you to just be on your own, continuously talking about it. Now, I said, I said, I said I can never be in so many issues. Do you know why? Because half the time, a lot of people don't want to work on it. They just want to use that as an excuse anytime they are wrong. And for me, if you do something wrong, even my mama, she knows. She had an issue one time. She and and she mentioned, I am this. Uh, I have this. I said, okay, fine. That's fine. But you need to work on it. She said, no problem. The second time, I said, if I was you, they mentioned that piece of trash to me. I said, I told you to work on it. You work on it. It's not an excuse. The first time I let you because you said this, and that's fair. That's fair. But you don't make this thing a, a chance for you to get a get out of jail free card. It's rubbish. Do you understand? Sometimes it's not about using your flaws as an excuse to get out of shit. That's just a sad way to live life. Because to be honest, people will identify you by those flaws. If you do that, I'll tell you the truth. If you tell people all the time that I'm emotional, I'm emotional, people will just think you're soft and you're weak. I have a friend like that. She's complaining right now because she feels like she's too weak. Now, it's not like she told people, but that's the, op- that's the what's the word? That's the way you, that's the way you portray yourself to people. Now, I'm not saying do hard guy all the time. I'm not saying that. You can be yourself, just be emotional. But don't use the fact that you're emotional as what's the word an excuse to be doing stupid stuff or to be doing stuff that don't make any sense do you understand all right but back to the point of what i was saying i'll say sometimes listen not sometimes listen to those above you see it's good for you to make your points trust me i understand that the millennials and the gen z's may not always agree on everything but sometimes just don't think about it eh just agree because it has happened so many times. My mom, my dad. Like, okay, let me give you an example of a case where my mom just freed me and it has not affected me to today. And I'll give you a chance. I'll give you another uh, opportunity where my mom did not free me. And I thank God for that. Let me give you an instance. In secondary school, my sisters, compulsory, they were not even talk about compulsory. They didn't even like everybody at the time. Compulsory. They said, they are going to do, uh, my mom told me, they are going to do Yoruba. <laughs> in junior secondary school, there's no debate about it. They complain, they complain because Yoruba that time was disgusting. It's not even as if normal oral Yoruba is written Yoruba, and to be honest, almost nobody really wants to do that. So they did it. They passed from J- me from JS1. I made it clear to my mom, excuse me, I'm not doing Yoruba. My mom was telling me this one doesn't know anything. I said, okay, well, I'll just, you don't know anything too. My first Yoruba exam, I slipped throughout the exam. Do you know that? Have you ever been so comfortable with feeling? Like, I was comfortable, when I say comfortable, it wasn't even disturbing my heart at all. I slept through the exam, they woke me up, I was the last person to leave, they, they were begging me to write, no right shit. I got an F. My mom should check the result. She couldn't even beat me, because I, 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 I told you, my dad was like, what kind of boys? I said, daddy, I'm not proud. I told you, I'm not writing this thing, because I'm not going to do it. They were like, this boy is a joker. First time F, second time F, third time F. My teachers were concerned. They were like, this boy is getting A's in everything else. Why is he getting F in this? He graduated to um, year 8 slash JS2. First term, second term F. Do you know what I did for the third term? Because I, I knew that 
I need to take drastic measures. I wrote the questions back for them and I answered all of them in English. It's not like I couldn't understand what was on the paper. I said, I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm not going to do it. And I told them I was not going to do it. My mom just left me. Work. I didn't write, I didn't write Yoruba. I wrote Igbo. It tore my mom apart. And I got A in Igbo in Work. I mean, Junior Nico, you get the idea. That was the only year I got. The rest were, I think, B's. But that one, A. Can, can you see my points? Till today, that has not affected me. A lot of you come at me and say, Master, you don't know Yoruba. How can you not know your, your language? I'm like, the English you're speaking, let's be factual. You actually don't even know what you're saying. Let's be very, very... Like, I'm not trying to insult you. If you want to go toe-to-toe with me for English, I'm not even being proud. I don't know L2 English. I mean L1 English. I use L1 English. But you can't go to do with me for English. Like, do even do even start. Do even start that. So you know you the English you don't know. You are talking about that language. That I'm very sure if you call it pro in that language, you wouldn't know. You're as good as Jack of all trades, master of none. And then I come to school and talk to me about language. Some people here clean the speck in your eye before you try and help another person. Help yourself. Alright, I'm done talking about that. Now, the second thing I said I'll talk about within time. Now, when I was younger at the same time, my mom asked this is why I cannot give too many details. My mom asked me to do something. I said, Mommy, I'm not doing it. Because naturally, I didn't see a reason to. Um, the, she took this type. She said, Okay, no problem. You don't want to do this, no problem. It's fine. Don't do it. Do you know that before that day ended? That thing cost me money. When I say money, I mean money money i mean if you know me i'm very monetary person i like when my money is is partitioned into places oh everything went all because i didn't know one thing that my mom asked me to do and that time ah fast self let's even go to academics let me use something that is not even vague a particular time i was reading for a, a course my mom told me to focus on this part i was like mommy you don't know this course like i do i know this lecturer i know this teacher guy can never come here Page one, page one. Is that, I did say question one. Page one. That was all, that was all that was there. It probably thing. I didn't feel, but I think I'm going to see. Do you know my mom? My mom didn't even work. I was never angry. I was laughing. She said, "I told you, you will do as if you don't know." To be honest, she understand. And now it takes the spirit of God to discern when you should agree and when you should stand your ground. Because sometimes, like I said. Millennials and Gen Zs, we see things differently. And actually, sometimes Gen Zs are right. Sometimes. Then I say, take the grace of God. All right, let's leave that. I'm not going to what my uncle said. I've told you guys that story in the beginning. Now let's go back to that story. One thing that you heard me say, my uncle say, was that never limit your options. See, it's better for you to go out with more cash that you can spend. That to go out with exact cash. I feel like all of us know this. Some people were, they'll be like, no, so that I don't overspend. Now let me give you another number. It's better for you to go with your work, your school sats, every certificate you possibly need to apply for a job than to go for the ex- than to go for the exact ones they require. Do you know why? Because a lot of people will do overserve me. I'm sorry, see, in secondary school, you may have told people that guy you overserve is too much, blah blah blah. But when this world is overserve they are looking for. Is over Sabi. I'm in the workspace. I can promise you that when you do exactly as you are told, you don't get far. I have somebody here near my workspace. This person, eh, 
has been going to the letter. He, he doesn't overdo, he doesn't underdo. He has been at his workspace for close to eight years, hasn't gotten massive promotions. Everybody around him has gotten massive promotions. Now this year, he decided to take the extra mile. He, he got some certifications that were not part of his work, but he saw in the office that they could be useful. Now he's in tech. He took a digital marketing uh, uh, certification. He took a leadership certification. And I think, I think he took out a Microsoft Office certification. Do you understand that? He replaced three people in that office and they paid him all of their salary. Sure, it would more work for him. But to be honest, they now reduced, they now hired, what they call this, they hired an intern or three interns to aid him with his work. Those interns combined, eh? Their salary isn't up to half of his normal salary. And then he is now taking the salary of the three people whom he replaced. Do you understand how Uvasabi just elevated him more than never limit your options? Trust me, you may feel like it's a lot of stress. It will be. And what did I want to talk to this generation? Stop using mental health to justify stress. If you aren't stressed at this age, do you understand the problem? Like, see, stressing at this age is good because it trains you for the workforce. I promise you, when it, I'm, I'm at work. Do you know when I go back home yesterday, 6.44? Do you know when I usually get back home, 4 p.m.? I was removing access points, 40-something access points at a building I have never been before. They will stress you and it's normal because they expect you to already be used to stress. Now, some of you will be like, eh, I'm working an office job. They've never given you Excel sheets that is looking like hashing before. For people that don't know what hashing is, hashing is just like a series of numbers and numericals that don't make sense in the human eye. They will give you Excel sheets that has over 100 million, 100 million characters. And you're just looking at it and be like, God, I beg. You will get work that you, you don't even see how you finish it next month and they will tell you finish it within this week and you have to stress yourself. That's why people go into government university. To be honest, upon all the stress we're talking about, we know how to get things done. I'm not appreciating any of you. Like I'm really not stressing any of you. The amount of stress that see you puts us through is conditioning. That's why I can stay. I was yesterday, it's not even the first, it's not the second, it's not the third. I've spent this is my seventh week on IT. I can tell you five occasions when I've been under Abuja Sun. I'm sorry, if you complain about Abuja Sun, you've not met Abuja Sun. I would wear face cap. My face was still black. Bonds. I was under Abuja Sun from 8. No, 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 I'm sorry. I entered work by 8. From 10 till 4. And Abuja Sun comes out by 10. <laughs> it comes out by 9 safe. But from 10 till 4. Wearing black shirts. Not thin, thick black shit, bro. So trust me when I say you will be stressed. Learn to just accept stress. It's no mental health. Because I think that is one of the most disgusting things I've heard on a steady basis. My uncle actually my uncle actually did a research on it. And he found that to be honest, mental illnesses and mental health are different things, granted. But to be honest, it's not everything that is mental health. So people are just lazy. Like today, ask yourself to be honest. If you stop doing the work you are doing today, how would you feel? Because to be honest, the stress you are going on, you are seeing your stress, your stress, your stress. Do you know that they leave you idle? You'll be in, you'll be annoyed. A friend of mine, she was complaining that she was stressed. Now she got to IT. She's not doing anything because I work. 
He's he's not his vibes to be honest. His vibes now she's complaining. She's bored every day. People are different. I understand that. But please, learn to accept a little bit of stress. Don't be doing it just because they are stressing you. It's part of life. Like the way some people just used to reject stress, like they want to kill you, bro. Like me, I went through the most stressful semester of my life of a semester. Looking back at it, it's worth it. Like it's seriously, I got my, one of my best results ever. Courses that I didn't even expect to clear, I cleaned it. I'm not a programmer, I got in a, a programming course. That the man said that throughout his whole course, they have not been up to 100 people that have gotten A, I got A. And most of my classmates go A. So what are we saying? Because we took the time to stress. Some of you are crying, they're talking, saying rubbish. 5.0 is very impossible. Put your mind to it. Like, I'm here to encourage you, bro. Put your mind to it. Alright, second thing. Yeah, the second thing he said was, go through life like you have all the things you need to succeed like now a lot of people be like yes i already have all the things i need to succeed now listen to me when i say all the things you need to succeed and you have no barriers go through life like that when i say you have no barriers put it in your mind that nothing can stop you now this is this is what we like oh max you're about to enter aspire to maguire yeah i'll be honest i am because my uncle spoke to me and he said to be honest in his life there's nothing he said he wants to do that he cannot do that sometimes oh, there are obstacles he knows that to be honest it will look like oh more this thing no possible but see god has his parts for you to go through links when i say go through links go through links to make sure that what you want materializes and to be honest it hits me because a lot of times eh so we we'll try one try two we try three I don't know what's with that thought normal that everybody just feels that after the third time it's okay i'm done <laughs> because it's always funny once you do the first time second time third time once you don't do that you're like me it's fine it's fine a lot of you know this story I, i'm going to say it again oh but einstein or me thomas edison i don't even know i can't remember if you like in source with that one concern you builds the light bulb 99 times or even 99,000 times i don't know and the hundred times we made it work I'm sorry, do you understand how convenient that is? 99 times. I did the 100th time it, it worked. Bro. Like, that's to show you that persistence and consistency is key. Consistency is key. It's not about waking up in the morning and doing mm, doing a power sprint. Power sprints are basically doing a, last, a large amount of work in a short space of time. Do you understand you're not building consistency like that? That's what people forget. Then you'll be more effective if you are doing small amounts of work consistently than a large amount of work very much spaced out. Because when you do it the first time, you feel happy, you feel mm, I achieved. Do you understand? Getting it the second time is going to be very difficult. Because the space you've left since you did it the first time will be ah, think about that working out. I want to exercise. Today I did a 30 minutes exercise. I'm pumped. Mm, I can see it already, my chest is coming out. And then tomorrow I don't do, next tomorrow I don't do, next tomorrow I don't do. And I say, okay, since I didn't do yesterday, this I'll not add up all the five minutes. I'll not come to Friday and I'll say, you do that that Friday. I'll be giving myself every excuse. Ah, I'll go just add everything now, Monday, good day, and I'll be less effective. But if I do five, five minutes workouts every day, every day, every day, within a month, I'm, I'm jacked. <laughs> I'm jacked. Do you understand? No matter how difficult things may seem, go to God. Ask God, let God take control. 
on your own part, make sure you do everything possible, eh? everything ethically possible to make sure you get things done. Because in the end, to be honest, your life is yours. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, your life is yours. You are, you are, I'm taking a quote from Bishop David Udipo. You are absolutely responsible for the outcome of your life. I'm sorry. Eh? People may have uh, responsibilities little, little, little in your life, such as your parents, your friends, and even your relationships. Well, let me tell you something. Every decision you make is used. Somebody said there are sometimes you don't have a choice. I'll tell you the truth. You always have a choice. It's just that sometimes it looks like you don't. So let me give you an example. So let me give you an example of some people saying you don't have a choice. Some people like, ah, ah, you don't have a choice to comfort yourself. I'm like, to be honest, you do. It's just that you can't bear the consequences, period. You always have a choice. And sometimes, hey, listen, in the toughest of situations, it seems like you don't have a choice. Choose what's right. Even if the situation looks unbearable, even if the consequence of choosing what is right, because some people will be like, there's no consequence. Sometimes, there's, um, if if it's right, there, sh- there shouldn't be any consequence. I'm here to tell you that there are consequences to choose what, even when you choose what is right. You think it's always benefits. It's not always benefits. Some very terrible things can happen to you if you do what is right. I promise you. Because it seems like it's always better of reasons. Let me tell you now, from the bottom of my heart, yeah, sometimes, yeah, doing what is right can get you in serious trouble. Hear me? Doing what is right can get you in serious trouble. And you'll be like, God. But let me tell you something. Doing what is right in the long run will keep you sane. I promise you. Because no matter what, you always be confident that you made the right decision. And when you make the right decision on a consistent basis, there's no harm. There's no harm. <laughs> Bro, lawyers will tell you. Yeah, no way would have been that that enter court of law. They look incriminating everything, but because of some of the right actions they did, they were able to get out of cases. Some people were like, okay, Max, this is a movie. Go and watch suits. I it will show you that people who consistently did the right thing, even if they made mistakes on the way, but they did the right thing consistently. Their cases are never lost, to be honest. Their cases are never lost. But when you continuously do the wrong thing, when you continue to do the easy thing. You realize that a lot of the time you went trouble one way or the other. Do you understand? Learn to always do the right thing, no matter how difficult. Even if it, even if uh, everybody hates you for it, standing alone is hard. Like that thing is easier said than done. Standing alone. But my friends know me for this. I don't care. But to be honest, I really, really don't care. You can hate me. That won't concern you, because I understand that next set of relationships are temporary. I said 90. That 10 percent you cherish them with your life. But 90 percent of people are, are temporary. A lot of people will come to you today. They're your best friend today. If I too, you think you are inseparable. In the next 20 years, you will never remember the person's name. And you wanted to die for the person today. I'm not saying you don't cherish your friendships. Please do. But understand that you are not you are not this place to impress anybody. Do your own one the right way. And go. Because to be honest, the more you do right things, right now, people may not like you. But in the end, people will be looking for you. I will look at this entrepreneur, Rusi Tembayo. Please check him up. Rusi Tembayo. Tembakwayo. That's actually his name. He said it. He said half of South Americans hate him today. Half. And they are always looking for ways to pull him down. But yet, it's those same South Africans that come to his business, that come to his master classes, that come to his school of skill. That- the, the, the population of South Africans in most of his classes 
is usually the quarter and yet he's also same south africans that are always hating him they're always casting him on twitter they're always usually he met somebody that really blasted him on twitter that person still came to come asking for a job does the person not know his name is wisdom in Bakweo? sometimes yeah doing the right thing eh, will get you blasted i've been there <laughs> me maxwell is talking from experience and i'm a young boy because of people who have gone before me doing the right thing will get you blasted sometimes just do it i'm t- from the bottom just do it because in the end yeah you only have yourself to blame i saw it i saw a poster in my secondary school that can never leave me listen to be honest yeah telling the truth is one of the hardest things to do but it's one of the most consistent things to do do you know why because when you tell the truth on a matter your story is always the same because you don't have to think about it too much think about it if i'm if i'm telling you i'm a boy do i need to reason it too much but if i'm telling you i'm a girl and you're looking at me i'm a girl i have to give you reasons why people who tell the truth don't have to remember the truth consistently people who tell lies have to remember the lie consistently i'm telling you the truth because i have proof even if it doesn't look like i have proof i have no reason to lie to you when you lie you're always looking for corners to cut places to go to prove that if i have nothing to prove to you i'll see what i have to say and i'll dip it's also a manipulation trick people used to lie but half the time people are telling the truth if i have to tell the truth i'll tell you the truth and i have nothing else to say to you i'll move on but if i'm lying i'll cut corners with everything be honest with yourself i've dropped more nuggets than before but please just just take time to and finally this one has nothing to do with everything i've been saying you should cheat if you if you check my instagram story a few days ago you saw me taking a video and recording myself saying something why i know post down is because i didn't feel like i was looking fine <laughs> and plus i'm not in the right workspace i was wearing all righty sleeveless shirts because i was trying to feel comfortable and I've not had the right space to take a proper video. Although we'll be doing a live very soon. Instagram live so that you guys can properly see us. Sorry. But you get the idea. Now, what did I want to say? Before you enter a relationship, after you've crushed your eyes, you've dotted your T's, you've probably seen your pastel, you've seen everything. Eh? One thing you ask yourself, what is cheating to you? It's a simple question. I promise it's a simple question. But I can you will be shocked how many people's relationships they are shattered. Do you know why? Because some people's, some people's meaning of cheating is very different from yours and you don't even know it. I've met a couple. The boyfriend's aspect of cheating is that saying, and this is weird because he's a boy. If you show another girl and that boy attention more than me, you're cheating. Some people be like, bro, this guy is crazy. That is not aspect of cheating. That's what he believes cheating is. The babe zone is the complete end of the spectrum. She doesn't even believe kissing is cheating because she believes for her, kissing is emotionless. You are just touching skin to skin. It's as good as touching touching her on her, on her elbow. That's how she feels kissing is. The only way you cheat on her is through intercourse. That's her own. Can you see how two of them are on the ends of the spectrum and two of them want to enter a relationship? Ask your partner what is cheating. Let two of you be on the same page or come to a compromise because i promise you if you cannot hey <laughs> if you cannot your eye will see what your mouth cannot speak because you continue to get hurt and to be honest it's only you that will understand it 
or you and your friends that understands. I promise you. Because you will generally in your mind feel like, guy, can't this guy see what I'm seeing? You did not portray it to him. For him, what he's doing is calm. And on the bottom of his heart, he's not cheating on you. But you, you are feeling hurt. I know some people that honestly, they stand with that first guy like mad. Because if you if you continue to show attention to somebody, no offense, if I have a friend that I have not properly laid out the specifics of our relationship, that means, bro, we're just bro. If you if you if you meet all the girls I talk to, I don't think there's any of them that they will do that they can't tell you that at least Max has called them bro once. Or consistent. I call them bro because it's not like they are men. Bro, if I show you some caliber of girls I talk to, you you are shamed. <laughs> because they are extremely beautiful. Now why would I call them bro? Because they're my guys. And I keep telling you, if you take offense by me calling you bro, you can't be my guy. Because I'll call you bro in steady business and it doesn't mean you're a man. It doesn't mean you're a man. It doesn't mean you have mustache. It doesn't mean you are hairy. It just means that I am looking at you like I look at any human being. And who, who do I see most of my time? Boys. So who do I used to relate to you as? Hey, who do I used to relate to you as? One of the guys. I just relate to you as one of the guys. So I talk to you like, yeah, you know something. I, what did I, when, when I had just for mine in the afternoon, I mean, a few days ago, what did I tell? I said, bro, update, update, bro. And she responded to that guy, how far? Which is so. Is that the way you talk to a girl normally? No. But to be honest, I relate with her like that because I understand the relationship between us. Some people, you've not defined your relationship, but that's, that's different right now. But the point is, ask yourself this question. What is it? It's not hard. It's not a deal breaker. Okay, it actually is a deal breaker. Just ask yourself. What is cheating to you? The person responds and says, cheating is when somebody kisses somebody. Ah, that's fine. And you do you agree? Say, kisses where somebody, sorry, kisses where somebody kisses somebody. Fine. If two of you agree on that, that means you're on the same page. So when somebody calls out for cheating, you've not said that you made me cheat. If I was you, if, 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 if I was you, it will avoid those kind of things. Because two of you were on the same page. You spoke about it. You've laid them everything clear. Not you wake up one morning and they are telling you or you find out and your heart broken and the person is telling you I did not cheat. It's you that did not understand. Eh? <laughs> oh, you just look at this person and be like, God, I'm big. <laughs> God, I'm big. Because you just be lost. You just be completely lost. Huh? And then finally, finally, watch your friends. Hi, guy. If you knew, if you knew what I found out this week, eh, I believe last week, eh, you understand that, eh, some people, some people have issues. Some people have serious issues. Hey, people who you call your friend, please watch them. I can't go more than that. Like I said, I can't go into specifics. Watch them. Watch them like your work. I know the, I don't know whether the saying is watch you, keep your friends close and your enemies closer or keep your enemies closer and your friends closer. For me, I'm going to keep your enemies close and your friends closer. Because I'm telling you, your friends could be calling your enemies very fast and you don't know. Somebody's friend was calling her a leech that she just sees her as a parasite. And she was still smiling and laughing with this human being. <laughs> How do you come to me? Tell me about your problems. And I give you advice. And you go around people telling people that I am the one that said some things that you told me. What you told me, you're not saying telling people around that I am the one that made those allegations against you. People are now coming to meet me and saying that, how would you do that? What kind of person are you? 
And I'm looking at him. I'm like, do you understand that this babe told me this thing? It's not even as if I said it. I said this babe told me. And then you now go behind my back and start t- saying that I'm 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 a fool. I'm not wise. <laughs> what kind of demonic spirit is that? <laughs> Please, watch your friends. Watch your friends. Watch the people you call your friends. Because I'm telling you, eh, guy, you, you just don't understand. And finally, finally, advice I could give you. Eh? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fear God. Yeah, use the entirety of your day to fear God. But fear women and fear who no fear women. Cause on mom, your eyes could see within your mouth no feet dog. Yeah. As you see me now, I can't give you details on this gist. And it's paining me because you are my gist partners. But just take it like that. Thank you guys for listening. You wouldn't even believe the time I'm recording these episodes. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. It's been awesome. And I'll see you in the next episode.